pulses, reflections. I'm trying to boost your connection. This is reflections. Feel it in your soul. This is Dijon. I'm just sharing my mind and my heart. Enjoy the elevation. Grand Rising family. What a beautiful day it is today. It's 7.39 a.m. I've been up since just before 4.30 to do my morning sadhana, kundalini practices, breath work. Then I laid on my bio mat for about 30 minutes, got the crystal grid upgrade, and then I did some yoga. Breath of fire, stretching out the spine. And now I'm just feeling super activated. And it's a beautiful thing. And the reason why I share that process with you is because someone first mentioned to me maybe five to seven years ago the amazing benefits of getting up early in the morning around 4, 4.30, when the veil was thinnest between this world and the other realms, and meditating, doing yoga, and then meditating again. And what I thought then, I was just like, nah, dude, I'm not going to get up that early. That's just too much. It's just too much. But, you know, five to seven years later, as I've been progressing on my spiritual path and taking more responsibility for my vibration and how I feel, it's just kind of migrated into that much energy putting into starting my day. And it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And now doing it any other way feels kind of ridiculous to me because we all have a connection to the same source energy. We are all birthed from the same source energy. We all have infinite power as creatives. And the whole point of being alive is to exercise our creative power to express our unique gifts in this world. And the thing that blocks us from doing that is stagnation. Think of source as a faucet providing water to you. And everyone has access to the same flow. And if you're in the flow... It feels good and you're just like, ooh, this is nice. You're in the vibe that I'm in now. But if there's something in the pipe or something covering the head of the faucet, then the flow is interrupted in some degree. And over time, you become accustomed to that lessened flow and then maybe it lessens more and more to you're just getting a few drops of the flow. You know, the flow is still there, but it's blocked. And those blockages can come from Ways of living that are not wholly life-affirming. So that could be from your diet, right? Like if you were to eat living foods, then they have a higher vibration and give more energy and carry more flow. If you eat processed foods, those foods have had the vibration processed out of them. So it's just emptiness you're basically consuming. And consumption is not limited only 
to what you eat, it's to what you take in on all levels. So when I'm doing my practices in the morning, I get up at that time so that the only information I'm taking in is my direct connection with source. I'm stretching out my spine, I'm opening my chakras, I'm listening to soothing vibrations, and I'm making that internal connection first so that when I show up in any other aspect of my day, I'm already completely full. And you can hear the fullness in my being now. Whereas, let's say 15 or 20 years ago, when I was right out of college looking to get a job, I would wake up 10 or 15 minutes before I had to leave to go to work, drink some coffee really fast, throw on my clothes, take a shower, drive to work in a hurry, try not to be late, and then immediately be sitting at a desk under fluorescent lights to someone else's agenda. So you contrast that with me spending three or four hours to start my day in a devotional meditative practice and the quality of life is night and day. And you would ask yourself, well, I don't really want to do that. Like I don't want to put that much energy into it. And, and I've been there, like I said. But if you think about anyone that does something at an extremely high level, let's say it's a sport, right? Michael Jordan in his sport how much effort did he put into being prepared to perform at a level of excellence in the game? Like how many hours? Let's think about it percentage-wise, like how much time he spent practicing and preparing versus how much time he actually played. It's probably like, I don't know, 90% practice and preparation, 10% play, if the 10% is that much. So if you want to perform at a level of excellence, you have to do the work in the unglamorous places. And I consider the playtime in life when you're actually playing the game is when you're actually engaging with other people, other humans in relationship throughout the day. And the practice time is the time that you're in devotion, preparing yourself to be the highest version of yourself in relationship. And with all the things that are going on in the world today and our world is being completely turned upside down with Corona and then with the George Floyd stuff that sparked all this social upheaval and change, things were not working before. Systems were not working. The ways we were relating to ourselves wasn't working. So I choose to see everything that's happening as an invitation to deepen my connection with myself, to deepen my path of self-mastery so that I can house more energy from source and then share that energy out into the collective and inspire other people. I want to be a conduit for inspiration. And I am because I can feel the energy tingling in my hands right now as I convey this message to you. And that's not to say it's for everybody because <laughs> even God isn't liked by everybody. So I'm not worried about that. But I know I'm in alignment when I'm expressing my heart's truth. And it's a special day today. It is Juneteenth. It is a day of 
Specifically, black liberation is what's being celebrated today. And I'm a black man. And I also recognize it's about the liberation of the soul in general. The freedom of the spirit when you're in communion with God. Because the reality on the earth plane and on the third dimension is that slavery still exists. It's not in the same form that it was 100 years ago, 200 years ago in America, but with private prisons and all the inequality that exists systemically, slavery most certainly definitely exists. And not just for black people. You know, there's a different caste for each rung of society. And women have a special place in the caste. Other minorities have a special place in the caste. Even white people have a, a place in the caste. Because anytime there's slavery for one being, all beings are enslaved because all beings are one being. And this is an idea that's beyond mind. It's something that in your heart is true, but it's beyond logic. So in order to really celebrate this day of black liberation, of liberation of the human soul, my invitation to you is to take more responsibility for controlling your own vibration with the choices that you make. It starts with the self. It starts with honoring yourself and honoring each moment, each breath you have the opportunity to take here on this earth. It also is a special day for me because I'm releasing a new Indigo Keys album, which is my musical project today, June 19th. It's called Dijon's Dimension. I've released a few albums before with that project where other people were the vocalist. And this project is the first one where I am the vocalist. So it's claiming my voice, which I've always been insecure about to some degree, especially my singing voice. And I'm singing on this album, I'm rapping on this album. And it really was a labor of love to create. It took several years to create and to work through the themes of the album, which we're dealing with heartbreak from a relationship, looking underneath that heartbreak and seeing that it was fear of abandonment and reconciling my relationship with my father, processing that forgiveness and looking deeper than that and seeing that even the trauma that he experienced that caused him to be present or not present in my life was something that was put upon him and feeling into the trauma that my ancestors have faced in this country, in their history, and tapping into my cosmic nature, which came here to be a vessel of healing for all beings. And then at the core of that, reconnecting with my inner child, my source of genius. It's like those Russian dolls where you take apart the big doll and there's a little doll underneath it and then you take off that doll and there's another little doll underneath it and it keeps going. 
it's peeling back the layers and getting to that center point, which is not a destination, but a direction. So you can keep peeling back layers and keep allowing more source energy to flow through your heart, which is your connection to the galactic center and out into the world. So it's not just a day of collective celebration. I'm also celebrating myself and my resilience to be fully expressed, to be fully embodied as a soul. And also to give thanks to the forces that have supported me and guided me to this place because I didn't do it completely consciously, right? Like, when I was thinking about making this album, it felt like it was dragging and I kept facing resistance and blocks. And I had a lot of great artists that lended their talents either energetically or literally by singing or producing or mixing or helping me make videos or all of these things. And I started working on it, I think, in 2018. That was when I wrote the first song for this project, which was Daylight. And I had plans to release it sooner. And it just so happened that when COVID hit, I was still planning on on holding off, but COVID hit and I had wanted to release a visual album as an accompaniment to this. But I said, hey, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to complete all the videos. I completed some of them. I'm just gonna pick a date and release this album. So a few months ago, I selected June 19th, not knowing that that was Juneteenth. This was before the George Floyd stuff. And then it just so happens that the date I chose is the date of black liberation. How synchronistic is that? And that's just one of the many synchronicities that shows up in my life on a daily basis. And it's good to embrace that. It's good to embrace that you can have your intention And you can act on your intention, but it's not completely up to you. There are many aspects of self that intervene on your behalf. Angels, ancestors, soulmates. There's a large web that's working for your highest good and for your benefit. And one of the easiest ways to connect with them is just to do it like I'm doing to you now. You can just speak to them. There may be non-physical, but they can still hear you. But all these beings that want to help do not act without your consent because you are a sovereign being. So if you want them to help, speak to them. Pay them respect. Tell them you want them to help in your life and that you give permission. One of my rituals when I start my devotional practice in the morning is to light a candle and just acknowledge my ancestors and say thank you for paving the way and bringing me to this point and allowing me to be here to play my role and to expand, to experience this expansion in embodied form. And I also may say the same thing to the archangels, to Michael, to Raphael, to Uriel, to Gabriel, to Metatron. 
and ask them to to raise the vibration of my apartment to the seventh dimension so that purity and unconditional love and light can flow through. Or maybe I ask Saint Germain to use his violet flame to purify my soul and my spirit. Cleanse away any toxicity or low vibrational energy and return that energy to source. And I'm sharing these things because these are actual things that I do to maintain a high vibration. And they work. <laughs> and they feel incredible. It's, it's just like how your mouth feels after you brush your teeth because you're practicing physical hygiene or when you get out of the shower. Doing these practices is spiritual hygiene. It's cleansing your auric field. Cleansing your chakras. Performing that ritualistic maintenance so that you are in alignment. And we all have the access to these technologies. It's just whether or not we do it. And over the past few years, I've been deepening into more of these practices, but it hasn't been a straight line. So sometimes I would do stuff you know, for five days and then I would stop and then I would swing to the other pole and end up staying up super late and smoking joints and eating cereal late at night and, and not sleeping well. And there's nothing wrong with any of that because it's a process, you know, it's not spring all the time. It's not summer all the time. There's four seasons, things move in cycles. But it's good to have awareness around how your choices affect your state of consciousness and your state of being. And recognize you can always make a choice. You always have a choice about whatever happens or how you interpret whatever happens, what it means to you. Whether or not you choose to see any obstacle you face in the external world as a challenge that's giving you the opportunity to become stronger. And I'm well aware that this podcast is moving from one topic to another, but it's really not about the topic. It's about the energy that I'm sharing because I feel full. I feel whole. I feel glad to be alive. I feel joyful. I feel blessed. And I just want to share this feeling with you because coming out of you, it's going to be expressed differently, but this is what it's like coming out of me. So I'm grateful to have the opportunity to share with you. I'm grateful for your receptivity. We have a lot of work to do as a society in order that all beings have the opportunity to reach their full potential, to be fully expressed. But that's what we came here to do. That's literally why we exist. If you ever ask yourself, why are things so messed up in the world? It's because you came here to be the healing force that transmutes all of that. You are healing. Your essence is healing. You are love. You came here to be that love 
so that you can know that you are love experientially. So my invitation to you is to start by loving yourself with whatever devotional practices you feel inspired to try. Meditation, yoga, dancing, playing music, making yourself a great meal, going for a walk in nature, reading poetry, whatever it is. Fill yourself up and then express it in the way that feels most enlivening to you. Because that is your unique fingerprint in the story of this world. You're beautiful. Thank you for being here. That's all we got today. Awaking your genius fam. Much love. Peace. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Reflections. If you did, share it with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes so we can get this consciousness out there more. Let's elevate the whole community. Peace and love.